Welcome into the Just Baseball Show State of the Division. We have the NL Central today. I'm Clay Snowden. The co-host, Ethan, is out graduating from the University of Florida. Congrats, Ethan. But man, do we have quite the pinch hitter here. Javi Reyes. You may know him from Locked On. You may know him from all kinds of writing arrangements, including Just Baseball, where he just dropped his top 10 baseball movies of all time. Check that out, JustBaseball.com. Let me take a breath. Javi, how are you doing? Doing fantastic, man. Honor and a privilege to be on State of the Division, a podcast I have been listening to religiously uh, since day one. I can't for wait to talk. 10 days or so, yeah. Yeah, for 10 days, yeah. <laughs> well, we got a full slate to jump into here, and we're going to start with uh, first place and work our way down to last place. So first off, we're going to talk about the Milwaukee Brewers coming in at 13-7. and seven. And over the past week, you know, they um, they took two of three from the Phillies, lost this awkward kind of one-game makeup deal for, with the Giants, um, and then closed out the series with the Pirates as well. Um, the offense had a, had some help for, for once with uh, Will, Willie Adamas finally coming up with a huge game. And, of course, I'll let you talk about their pitching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, their pitching is electric, and it's been that way last year. They were kind of – I wrote an article for Just Baseball called, um, you know, comparing them to the 2015 Mets and being like this is a team that is very heavily reliant on their rotation. It worked last year, but, you know, there's been some questions. I know they're in first place of whether or not they can keep it going. Adamas, I think, is was one of the low-key, like, best in a crazy trade deadline that we had last year, right? Like, I know it didn't happen at the deadline, but it was low-key one of the most productive trades that happened, and he's been awesome for Milwaukee, so that's not super surprising. But even still, I think that's the same question, right, Clay? Like, it's they didn't invest a lot on the offense. I don't know. Am I allowed to be, like, super biased on this here? State of the division is my first time. Hey, you know what? Why not? You're the guest, so you make the rules here. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. My thing is I got beef with the Brewers because I don't like it when great teams don't spend you know what i mean i'm okay with pittsburgh if they don't do it because they're rebuilding you know what i'm saying but if you're milwaukee in such a stacked free agent class you apparently have an issue with rowdy telez according to a lot of people at first base why weren't you more in on the freddie freeman sweepstakes at least be in on it you know what i'm saying and i don't like that they kind of just punted on and they said no offense to andrew mccutcheon but that's like him and hunter renfro kind of their only big additions you haven't been to the world series since like the late 80s you haven't earned the right to be the whole, no, don't worry, we'll figure it out, at least in my opinion. Yeah, especially when their one noted star, Christian Yelich, has really been struggling. Mm-hmm. But as you know, if Willie Adamas can get back to being mm-hmm. you know, kind of what he was last year at times, that's going to be a huge, huge bat in a team that doesn't have much offense. And, of course, we know that the pitching, like you said, um, and at the end of the game, if you can shorten games with Williams in the eighth, Hayter in the ninth, boom, mm-hmm. you're going to win a lot of series. Their next – Games coming up this week will be games against the Cubs and the Reds getting into some divisional play. Now let's jump in to the second place team, the Cardinals. Coming in at 10 and 7, took two of three from the Reds. Um, and which Adam Wainwright, good pitcher, right? Mm-hmm. Not against the Reds. Career uh 543 ERA took that big loss at Great American. And you know, we have to highlight that because the Reds have so few wins. Yeah. Um, and then the Cardinals, you know, they they took one of three from the Mets. And I'm sure you saw what happened in that game, Javi, when they threw high up and in to Nolan Arenado, cleared the benches. What what do you think about um 
the Cardinals. And what do you think about kind of like uh, the typical all bark and no bite type of baseball fights? It's just like, let's run out in the field and not do much. I think in for, from watching it live, my first reaction was kind of like, I respect that Nolan Arenado kind of had a vibe of, how about we just do this? How about we just fight? You know what I mean? Instead yeah. of the very passive aggressive, and I've always viewed very kind of cowardly position by, uh, not even majorly, just baseball pitchers, where it's like, it's easy to be all away from everything and throwing basically a bullet at somebody, right? And that's always kind of how it goes down. In this case, I feel like the Mets are just... They're just, they want to get back at them because they've been hit a lot. I, I was actually reading a, there's a tweet from Hannah Kaiser actually mentioning a quote from MLB officials through April 26, league-wide statistics show hit by pitch rates and wild pitch rates are down relative to pre- previous seasons. However, one club has been hit more than twice as often as league average so far in 2022, which is something we will continue to monitor. So the Mets, even if the things have been intentional, if I'm Buck Showalter and company, I'm like, what's going on here? So I, I get them. I'm not supporting headhunting and all that stuff necessarily, but I understand why they would be, you know, really off by it. And then you saw it play out on the field. Yeah. And, you know, th- this is a team that, you know, they won that game, but they had lost a couple others. And really, I mean, they're, they're doing well and they're a really mm-hmm. solid team. Um, Dylan Carlson has got to get going. Yeah, 215. He does. 274, 292 slash line, still playing great defense. And Tyler O'Neill has just not brought the power mm-hmm. or average this year. Um, still, still have high hopes for both of those players, but um, they would really help this offense. And as we know, the pitching, man, yeah. they've got to get more. The Jordan Hicks kind of like two innings. Mm-hmm. Start Miles Michaelis, right? Like it's Miles Michaelis. Yes, he's looked great. 1.21 ERA in 18 mm-hmm. Ks. I mean, it's. To point out, because some people might be saying, hey, you're criticizing the Brewers for not investing in their team as much. Well, why didn't the Cardinals do not offense, but why didn't they do it for pitching? Agreed. Fair. I still think the Cardinals may have a move to make. I still think that they're not. They're a really good organization. So unlike what I mentioned with the Brewers, who haven't been there in a long time, Cardinals are consistently at least kind of there. So I give those teams a little bit of the benefit of the doubt, even if they aren't investing as much as we maybe like. But I don't know, man. You're counting on a lot. You had like an 18, 17 game winning streak or something like that last year. That's, I'm not going to say fluky, but it's very, do you want to count on that again? Because that was like historically like really amazing. So I I don't know though, because at the same time, they're the Cardinals. I trust them. I trust Arenado. I trust all these guys. I think Carlson's going to improve. And Tyler O'Neill, I'm not worried about either. At least my dynasty fantasy league hopefully uh, i'm not worried about him for that sake right but uh carlos i think will be fine the question is just how good and whether or not they'll make a move to me anyway frankie montas mm. look good in st louis man i'm just saying would, we man. we won't get into all of that right now that's too long of a discussion but mm-hmm. just Fair. just keep put that in the back of your mind picture him in st louis and i bet you can see it but we're gonna move on to the third place pirates mm. Woo! Haven't heard that since like 2015. (laughs) Pirates and Cubs are tied, but I'm putting the Pirates in there at eight Mm -hmm. and eleven. Took three or four from the Cubs. One lost was 21 to nothing. That is not a misspeak at all. 21 to nothing. The Pirates had three hits that game. The Cubs had five players with three or more hits in that game. Um, just a ridiculous matchup. Do you, do you have anything quickly to say about 21 to nothing? Or is that just one, one of the classic football sayings? Like we're just going to throw the tape away and move on. 
Yeah, it's it's a football score. Uh, I'm pretty yeah. sure the Steelers probably lost by that amount to like the Kansas City Chiefs in the playoffs yeah. for the NFL at some point. So I guess Pittsburgh fans are familiar with uh, that lately. No offense, Pittsburgh. But I mean, yeah. it's just kind of, it's a team that's rebuilding. Not much to be expected from them. Low key though, pretty good bullpen, man. Pretty yeah, good bullpen. To... Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah I wanted ahead. to touch on that bullpen a little bit. Um, Dylan Peters. Just known great bullpen guy, right? Everyone knows Dylan Peters. But, <laughs> um, a 0.00 ERA even got one of those little uh, piggyback star type things. Went two innings. The the opener, as the kids call it these days. Went two innings and uh, didn't allow anything. Um, and David Bednar has been really good. And they, they've used him in the, as a closer role in the past. They've used him as just a high leverage guy this year. I'm all about the idea of the Pirates having a good bullpen. That just seems fun because it doesn't seem mm-hmm. like it happens often. And we like things that don't happen often. That's right. That's right. And um, you want to be entertained if you're a Pittsburgh Pirates fan. They know this already, but other fans, Brian Hayes, not to sound like a casual or anything like that, but oh my gosh, if this upcoming series against the Padres, Manny Machado and Cabrian Hayes both playing gold glove caliber defense over there. It's just an absolute delight to watch him play. And he's not super known yet because with the Pirates, but he's starting to hit well, 350, 450 kind of batting average on base last time I checked. So, Cabrian Hayes, man, just – he might be looked at as a bargain in baseball in just a few years. Absolutely he can. And another contract that is not – you know, there's a lot of talk around around this contract. And you being the Padres guy, I know who I'm talking about – Brian Reynolds and man, mm-hmm. you know, he's off to a slow, slow start, but Daniel Vogelbach, he's picking mm-hmm. up the slack. We can all buy into more of that. <laughs> That's it on the pirates though, as they have uh, games upcoming this week with your San Diego Padres and the Detroit yes, Tigers. Moving on to the Cubs, identical record at eight and 11 dropped three or four to the pirates. Ru- the rubber match was today. And the the Braves game, so they, they they had a series with the Braves, a team that's kind of having that hangover, right? And um, ended up winning with the Patrick Wisdom home run after a Wilson Contreras RBI double that put them ahead in extra innings. Big win on the road in Atlanta. Um, one other thing I quickly wanted to touch on: the twenty-one to nothing game. Mm-hmm. Everyone just wants to talk about the Cubs' offense. Kyle Hendricks went seven innings of two hit balls with no walks. What mm-hmm. do you think of Kyle Hendricks? Is he somebody who you can rely on? Is he somebody who's getting kind of up there and, you know, maybe you can't fully rely on him? He feels like a guy that's just kind of outperformed the fact that in today's game, he doesn't get a lot of strikeouts. And again, that sounds like such a casual level of analysis, but it's true. And But he had that stretch for like three years where he was one of the lowest qualified ERAs or, or in, in, in baseball, or at least in the, in the NL Central. He was really good, even if he was never lighting up the radar gun. He just got it done, right? A, a Marcus yeah. Stroman type, um, who's also on the Cubs, of course. But I wouldn't, it wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past Kyle Hendricks to have a bounce back. Like I said, basically, with, with the exception of last season, a very consistent and reliable starter. Don't expect him necessarily to be an ace, but... Hey, for a rebuilding team, maybe he performs well. Maybe that becomes a really interesting trade ship down the line. It's big. I think it's a low-key, really good uh, storyline for the NL Central and for the Cubs, for sure. I'll give you one guess. Who has the lowest ERA for starting pitchers for the Chicago Cubs? 
I mean, Marcus Stroman has to be, doesn't it, Clay? I mean, he was the big signing. He's got all the TikToks. He's got all the swagger. And he's it's got to be him, right? Come on, tell me. Drew Smiley. Drew Smiley? I... I've the only thing I know about Drew Smiley is I named my fantasy teams after him. What in the <laughs> world? What are you talking about? No, Stroman, uh, for those of you wondering, <laughs> has 15 earned runs in 19.1 innings. The Cubs this yeah. week have the Brewers and the White Sox. Moving on to your last place. Drum roll, please. America's team, the Cincinnati Reds, <laughs> coming in at three and six. This team sucks. I watch them every day. They lost three or four to the Cardinals, which ended their 11 game losing streak. And they decided to start a new one against the Padres. Mm -hmm. Um, Listen, you being the Padres guy, we can banter all day. You wonder why I put this last because we're up against time. So I'm going to make it quick so that you cannot just dunk on me on my own show, which you are coming on as a guest. But, um, Any stat that you look at, the Reds are in the bottom two. It's it's almost mm-hmm. every single thing. Uh, oh, are you a slash one, line guy? One stat they're in the top, though. Lost. Revenge revenge games. Tommy Pham, revenge games against the Padres. That is one guy. That's true. That, that, that's true. He does. He has a couple hits this year. They're all against the Padres. A couple left the yard. Um, but last in batting average, OBP, slugging, ERA, whip, you name it. They are there. Um, tons of injuries, nine, nine. I saw all kinds of, of numbers, depending on who you want to include on the injury list. Everything is going wrong for this team. I think that's an evergreen statement for the rest of this year. Um, it's really going to be tough to bounce back. And Nick Lodolo just got hurt. Javi, yeah. anything to add on the Reds? Nothing much, man. I think you nailed it. And a lot of people have been writing pieces bunch of different places obviously criticizing ownership and whatnot i know you deal with that a lot on twitter and what i handle it very well um, places over at defector wrote really well about it i don't have to add on go read that there's great stuff at just baseball too with clay it's it's unfortunate right it's unfortunate that this it was a fun team last season it's, it stinks to see them uh go in this direction but um maybe they can improve and not be a total bad team because one thing about sports is it's very hard to be like all timer bad, you know, no matter what you do. Hopefully, Nadolo, Hunter Green can give the people, the good folks over in Cincinnati. Although, in fairness, they did have the Bengals to be happy about. So it's not awful, Cincinnati sports. At least they can fall back on that for now. But hopefully, the fine folks at Cincinnati can, uh, can get through this tough, rough patch with the Reds, man. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Javi, tell the people where they can find you before we send you out here. Absolutely. I would love to do that, Clay. Thank you so much. Uh, you could check me out at Javapeno, J-A-V-I-I-P-E-N-O on Twitter. You can also check out Lockdown Padres at L-O underscore Padres. That's where I live tweet the games, post a bunch of Padres memes, occasionally make fun of Clay maybe and his yeah. Cincinnati Reds. Um, and then on my main account, I don't know what I tweet about most often. I just tweet about very silly things um, about baseball too. But you know, just if you want that, go check it out. And of course, check out the writing at the website. Yeah. Well, Javi, thank you so much for joining us on this week's State of the Division for the NL Central, and we're out.